0: choose to walk with you with all my heart All of trials may come, make your will be done. Tchau
1: You this morning in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. You may be seated, and for those of you online, I guess you can be seated too if you're not seated already. Lovely to have you with us, and it's lovely to have Pastor Dale right with us in the house this morning. Let's give her a special clap this morning. Just really want to honor Dale and Pastor Ian. Um, We've known you guys for many, many years. I still remember when you stayed in our place, and our son Jonathan, I don't know, he might have been at five, and he sat on Ian's knee. I remember Ian, as only Ian can do, just praying over him, and um, he's pastoring the church now in Christchurch, the Equipers Church in Christchurch, and we say, well, that was one of the seeds that God planted, and these guys have planted many, many seeds over many, many years, so we honour you today. So let's give her another clap. That's awesome. Fantastic. Pastor Jan uh, and Cornelia are at Tuakau this morning and Pastor Sheridan is at North this morning and um, Lance and Sue are at Waikato Hospital Chapel taking a gathering there. So how good is that? Activators far and wide, that's great isn't it? So that deserves a clap, fantastic. We just want to say thank you so much for everyone who made a SEN conference and perhaps online you were watching some of the SEN conference last weekend, what a fantastic occasion that was, and there have been lots of seeds sown in people's lives. Wasn't the artwork amazing? And we heard testimonies of people that just received prophetic revelation from that artwork. It was amazing. People were healed during conference. The kids' ministry was amazing. So thank you so much. Let's give our, our kids' ministry team our appreciation this morning. Thank you so much. People were healed and restored. Many neat things happen. So I encourage you to look over those messages again and uh, just really get all that you can from them. That would be fantastic. It's really great. What to welcome, as I did, our guests, and if you're here for the first time today, there are some guest packs at the back of the auditorium, so please um, get a hold of those at the end of the gathering. Birthdays and wedding anniversaries. Who's had a birthday or a wedding anniversary this morning? Would you like to put your hand up? Oh, we see that hand down the back. That's awesome. Um, Jan's given some, me some names this morning. So Steve and Marama, they're in the front here. Pastor Steve's speaking later on. So um, it's their wedding anniversary Today. Today. I have to say, Madam, that Steve already took a chocolate from the early, earlier gathering. He may not have disclosed that, but he actually did. So he'll be in for another one this morning. Wayne and Tina Duckett, I understand it's their wedding anniversary. I'm not sure if they're here today. So it's awesome. Luke Rogers. Where's Luke? No. Missing in action. It's his, um, his birthday today. And Ashley Muller, it's his birthday, I think, tomorrow, isn't it? Today today let's give Ashley a clap that's fantastic well done fantastic well let's pray for those that have had birthdays and wedding anniversaries father thank you for your goodness and faithfulness to us over another year thank you for these people that have experienced birthdays and wedding anniversaries in the last week we pray the blessing of Jesus over their lives over their families Lord, we believe that this next 12 months might be the best 12 months they've had of walking with you and walking in relationship with others. Lord, bless them to be a blessing, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen? That's awesome. Just before we turn our eyes to the video screen, I just want to um, introduce um, Steve Jafars, and he's going to be speaking a little bit later um, in our gathering this morning. He was incredible at the 8.30, so uh, got some incredible notes and uh, Steve was general manager for Community Link, and he's come into a position of the executive manager over all of our campuses at Activate Church, doing a phenomenal job. Been doing it for a couple of weeks. Let's give him a clap. Can only do it because Marama keeps him on track, I'm sure. Keeps him on the straight and narrow. He's going to tell a few stories today. So I'm not sure that they'll be different because Marama's here in the 8.30, but we'll see. So we just want to honour you, Steve, and we're just excited about this next season. And um, I wanted at this point to ask Chris and Nina to come forward because they have replaced you, or Chris has, in your role as General Manager of Community Link. So can we give Chris and his lovely wife Nina a big clap as they come forward this morning? That'd be great. So come and join me on stage, guys. That would be awesome. These guys have come from Greymouth. Is that right? They used to say, what good thing comes out of Levin? i say, well, I did. What good, comes, good thing comes out of Greymouth? You guys did. So that's awesome. We're really excited about having you here at Activate Church, excited for this next season with Community Link. So Chris is the general manager, and uh, Nina's the right-hand person in the team. And we want to pray God's blessing. going to fall off the stage, are you? Come, <laughs> come this way and <laughs> so that we get you. And for those on, online at home, so I want to pray God's blessing over you. So please don't be, you know, spectators. Can you extend a hand towards these guys? Just pray that this would be an incredible season uh, for them. Um, Steve's done an amazing job in Community Link over the last year. It's really positioned to just go even further. We've, we honour the people that have been before these guys in the ministry over the years. And Father, we just pray, Lord, for the anointing and enabling of your spirit for Chris. Um, Thank you for Nina being here. Thank you for the great team that they are. Lord, thank you that you want to bless us to be a blessing. We want to make a difference in our community. We want to take the love of Jesus tangibly into our community, that Activate Churches will be known for their generosity, for the the way they they mentor young people, for the way they're involved in, in youth justice, for the way they're involved in meeting people's physical needs. And so, Lord, we pray, bless them. May this be a great season for them, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen? Awesome. Give them another clap, that would be great. Thank you. Turn your eyes to the video news.
2: Hey everyone, welcome to Activate Church.
3: Yeah, and also a
4: big welcome if you're new or watching from Rurukuru North or Toeiko campus. It's great to have you with us.
2: Have you heard of the Hope Project? The Hope Project is funded by a diverse group of churches throughout New Zealand who believe that if we share hope, it will grow in our nation. We want to back up and get behind this amazing project. And one way you can do that is on your way out of church today, you can grab a handful of booklets and a map and you can go to the designated neighborhoods and streets and you can drop off some of those booklets into the mailboxes.
4: Pray Waikato is happening tonight. This is held at Hamilton Boys High School at 7pm, so therefore there is no 6pm gathering tonight. So instead, we get to unite with other churches from around the Waikato to uplift our region. But why don't you ask God, who's that one person or five people that you can invite tonight? We hope to see you there.
2: We have Easter gatherings coming up very soon, so I encourage you, keep praying keep thinking of who you can bring to the Easter gatherings and I am confident, we are confident that whoever you bring will experience Jesus in a powerful way, we have some exciting things that we are planning going on behind the scenes and we hope to see you and some friends and family there
4: well that's all we have for you today
2: yeah we pray that you experience God's love today in Jesus name
3: Amen
1: fantastic i want to introduce a person to you that in many ways needs no introduction as we prepare ourselves for communion this morning this is the amazing pam wilson who's going to come to us this morning and uh, we just want to honor pam Uh, in recent days she's taken a new position as campus manager of vision college and this is our college Uh, some of us would say that pastor ray poached her but we're all as pastor sheridan said at the eight we're all part of the same family And so let's honour Pam as she comes, an incredible woman of God, to lead us in communion this morning. We honour you. Would that be great? Awesome. Thank you. And the pulpit is coming. Man, you must be strong. Great. Gosh, Michael. Thank
4: you. It's a lovely introduction. It's lovely to be here with you this morning. As Michael has said, my name's Pam Wilson, and welcome to all those online. Host team, thank you for handing out the emblems, and if you are at home, please make sure someone's running to the kitchen and getting yours for you. So, communion. Communion is a time where we sit with God in a very privileged position. Can you imagine being invited, as the disciples were, to sit at the table with Jesus? At the table. Wow. In Matthew 26, 26-29, in the message version, it says, During the meal, Jesus took and blessed the bread broke it and gave it to his disciples take eat this is my body taking the cup and thanking God he gave it to them drink this all of you this is my blood God's new covenant poured out for many people for the forgiveness of sins The forgiveness of sins, wow, that is amazing. Lots of things come to my mind as I think on this part of communion. So I know God knows everything about me, about what I do, say, think even. Nothing is hidden from our Father. But that's not to say everything I say is bad, (laughs) that everything is sinful. It is just that we all fall short of the glory of God on this side of earth. In Psalm 139, 1-6 to 6 in the NLT, it says, O Lord, you have examined my heart. You know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. You see me when I travel. And when I rest at home, you know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say, even before I say it. You go before me and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand so he knows all about me and Jesus was sent to die on the cross as a sacrifice a forgiveness for us of our sins and communion is an opportunity provided by our loving heavenly father who knows everything about us and we are invited to confess have forgiveness of our sins to be washed clean, to be renewed. Thank you, Lord. Wow, thank you for loving us that much, that you would do that for us. As I think about this, I am aware, and it is important, I think, for us to have an understanding of the fact that we don't have to wait to take communion at church on a Sunday to receive our forgiveness. This is one opportunity we get. Jesus is available to us all the time. He wants us to come to him for forgiveness and for confession and forgiveness to be a part of our regular prayer life, not just to wait on a Sunday. In 1 John 1-9 it says, But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from our wickedness. God knows our innermost thoughts. He doesn't want us to carry heavy burdens. He doesn't want us to live a half or part life. So let's take this opportunity today to come before him, to kneel at his feet and take the offering of forgiveness and remember that this is something we can do whenever we want to his acceptance is available to us all the time we just need to come to him any time of the day the week the wonderful forgiveness and acceptance of our heavenly father so I invite you to do that today let me pray, and then we can take the emblems as we are ready. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the wonderful opportunity to take the bread, to take the wine today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your sacrifice, that we can come to you together, and we can come to you whenever We need to, Lord, during the week. Thank you, Father God, that you've made this so accessible and easy to us, Lord, the forgiveness that you offer. Thank you, Father God, that you don't want us to live a half-life, a part-life where we're weighed by our sins. You provide opportunity, Lord, for us all the time to be washed clean. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God, that you love us that much. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So in your own time, as the band keep playing, take a moment as you take the emblems to thank him, yourself, for forgiveness and cleansing. Thank you, Lord.
5: Together when you're ready, Thank you, Jesus. I'm gonna sing in the middle of the storm. gonna
0: The presence of my enemies sing a little
5: Impossible. You're the God of the impossible, Jesus, Jesus. With you, all is possible. Oh, what seems dead, you bring to life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, you're the hope given. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 God, we praise you. We praise you. Together, we say hallelujah. For you. Are
3: We say we come for You and Your presence is here. And we believe You're gonna move powerfully in our lives today. And right over this room, if you're believing for a miracle, if you're believing to God to come in and shift something in your life, a breakthrough, maybe you're here this morning, you need a healing. Maybe there's a situation in your family, your workplace, your finances, whatever it is. If that's you this morning, I want you to lift your hand wherever you are and we're gonna pray that God that we're praying to, that God that is moving here this morning, would move in your life. Come on, would you lift your hand saying, God, you're here. And Lord, I want you to change something in me, change something in my circumstances this morning. God, we pray, Lord, that you would heal powerfully in the Name of Jesus, Lord. We pray for cancer to be gone. Lord, we pray for migraines to be gone, eczema to be gone. Lord, we declare this morning, Lord, that You're a good God and You're a miraculous God and Your Name is Healer. And we declare it this morning. Lord, we say, Lord, over our workplace, over our family, miracles happening right now, financial miracles, business miracles, we declare it in the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody shout it, Amen. Come on, why don't you give God a great big hand this morning? Amazing. I reckon we could do better than that this morning. Come on, activate. I reckon we could lift up His name this morning. Amazing. Come on, why don't you give the band a great big hand? How good is Sarah? Isn't she amazing? I think she deserves a hand too. Awesome, you may grab a seat. My name's Steve. Uh, I'm part of the team here now, so thanks for welcoming me in and uh, so great to be with you this morning if you're online, so nice to have you here today. Uh, I, I'm a very blessed man, I have an amazing wife, uh, her name is Marama and uh, she is beautiful, she's intelligent and she owns an island and so we'll talk about that a little bit later because that's all you want to know now. I have two kids, my son's name is Tipine, he's 24, he lives in Wellington, I'm so very proud of him and my daughter Millie, Amelia and she is 21 and about to move to Palmerston North this weekend coming, I love her so much and I'm trying to tell her that I'm not worried about going to miss her but I love her very much and, uh, 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 and today uh, I believe that God wants to speak to us in an amazing way so we're going to pray, would you close your eyes for a moment it says this, uh, uh, we're going to pray In Jesus' name Amen. The verse today is from Luke 20, verse 20 to 26. And it says this. Keeping a close watch on him, they, the the religious leaders, sent spies who pretended to be sincere. They hoped to catch Jesus in something he said so that they could hand him over to the power and authority of the governor. So the spies questioned him. Teachers, we know that you speak and teach what is right, and that you know uh, that you do not show partiality, to, uh, but teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. Got to be careful when people come to you in flattery, hey? Is it right for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? He saw through their duplicity, and said to them, "Show me a denarius." Whose image and inscription are on it? Caesar's, they replied. And he said to them, Then give back to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. And they were unable to trap him in what he had said there in public. And astonished by his answer, they became silent. We live in a world that uh, likes conspiracies right now. I think, I, I think it might have doubled by a billion times over COVID. Eh? And uh, we also live in a time of image. And really this verse that we're about to look at this morning talks about conspiracy and image. And I want to encourage us today that when I read the Bible, I'm not sure if you're like me, but uh, when I read the Bible, I always kind of try and read myself into the Bible. So if I read the Bible and it's talking about David and Goliath, I'm David. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to be Goliath. So I choose that. And, and if it's uh, Jesus walking on water, I'm Peter, not the guys in the boat. You know, I always choose myself into it. And as I read the scripture, I'm a little bit confused because I don't want to be the religious leaders and I'm not Jesus. Hey, I, I don't want to be the conspiracy guys, uh, but I don't want to be the religious guys, but maybe I am. And maybe the nine, uh, the 8.30 were as well. I don't know because it's not you. But we live in a world of conspiracy and image, and images becoming more and more powerful, and, and the thought of labels upon our lives and who we call ourselves and what we call ourselves is, 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 is faster and bigger than it's ever been before. And I've got to tell you, sometimes I do worry about my image, hey? You know, I used to have black hair and it's gone grey, but that's all right. And, uh, but when I met my wife, and uh, well, when I met Marama, she wasn't my wife then, and we were on this journey, uh, I had to meet the family. And, and when you meet the family, I don't know about you, but when you meet the family for the first time, you've got to be on your best behaviour, right? <laughs> and so my wife is from a little island off uh, Tauranga, Mount Maunganui, called Mōtiti Island. If you stand on Papamore Beach and you look out, there's a flat little island out there, 10 kilometres offshore, that's where my wife is from. Her, her father was and her grandparents were all born born on the island and lived on the island and we go there for holidays. It's awesome. But at the first time I, I flew out there, you can go on boat but we flew out on a little four-seater plane, landed in this paddock and got out. I, I was trying to, I had to have an image, you know. I, I want to be part of this family and I want to be part of this island and so I've got to represent a little bit, you know. And so uh, now you may not know but I'm European I'm Scottish, French and, and Um, But where I was was mainly Maori and people who were born on the island, uh, lived on the island, fished on the island, dived on the island. And I was really a town white kid, you know, but I didn't want them to know that. So I was like, every time I was so scared, I just pretended like I was just out there, oh yeah, 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 of oh you do it differently, you know like I was just like, I don't know and so uh, I went out there and, and and while we were there, there was a funeral that happened and, and so there was a there was a, a ferry that came over with about f- uh, uh, 30, 40 people on it to come over to that they came over and usually they just pushed the ferry straight up onto this beautiful sandy, sandy beach but this day the weather was wrong so they had to go to a another bay. So we arrive and uh, this this boat arrives but now it's dark and the whole island goes down to help get these people off the boat that now can't come in, has to park about 50, 60 metres out and get into dinghies and bring them onto the, onto the stony shore, right? So so people start getting into the water to help the boat get these people, full of people, up onto the rocks so that they can come uh, onto the rocks dry and get all their luggage off dry. And um, and it's cold and it's wet and it's dark and I'm, I've got to represent. So I kind of go out there. I, I don't go right to the end because I don't want to be the guy the deepest out, but I don't want to be the guy that's, the, the nervous, shallow guy. And so I'm kind of in the middle somewhere and, and I'm helping out. And there's people with torches and that's all you can see. And there's nannies and there's aunties and there's kids. And we're helping them all out along the way. And we get them up onto the, to the beach, the first one, the second one, the third one, the fourth one. I, I don't even know what number we're up to. And at one point, as we're waiting for the dinghy to come in, I feel something on the back of my leg. I think maybe Seaweed. I think maybe, maybe a plastic bag, hey? And um, the problem is as I, as I start to just, you know, I don't want to make a scene. Uh, I'm trying to impress. I'm, I've got this image that I'm trying to portray that my father-in-law won't think I'm a wimp. And, and, I'm, I'm, and, the, and the more I do it, the tighter it gets. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, 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 what's going on? I'll just, I'm going to play it cool. I'm going to play it cool. <laughs> and um, my voice is going up, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm panicking a little bit. And then so we, the dinghy comes in, and we, we pull it up. And as we come up, I go from like this much in water to like this much in water. And I see on the back of my leg right here is an octopus. <sighs> And I'm thinking about my image that I'm trying to portray and I'm thinking, if I lose it now, forever, I'm called Occy Boy. <laughs> hey, Occy Steve, how you doing? Hey, now, if I, if I panic, I'm gonna be mocked forever. And, and, if I, and if I let this thing go, they're going to ask me where dinner went. You know, like, I'm in trouble. And so I kind of like, just I'm just, I just, I'm just cool, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool, cool. and we get back into the water, and I and I'm am and and I i don't know if you've ever tried to get rid of an octopus. They're not easy. Hey, they're there, but, but I think he just thought he was on a little stick, you know, this little stick here, and he, he just helped me out, and he floated off, and I was like, I think I did one more load, and I was out. I was, <laughs> I'm gone. But I was worried about my image. And we live in a world that we worry about our image. And we live in a world that we, we have these conspiracies and, and we're, trying to, we're trying to show something to everybody. And we see this verse. And I don't know about you, but I think God might get me in this verse. Because He said, Steve, you're worried about all of these things. But the reality is, give Caesar what Caesar's and give God what's God. And then I asked the question what, what, what do I need to give God? What do I need to give God? We have labels, we have images. But the bigger question is, whose are you? Who do you represent? And who do you reflect? Who do you honour and serve with our lives? See, this story is about people coming to trap Jesus. And Jesus is there and he hears the question that he has and he knows that they're, they're trying to pull a fast one on him. And so he says to them, he says, hey, 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 to the Pharisees and to the Sadducees, I don't know, but just a quick breakdown, Dr. Reverend over here would know so much more than me, Michael. But, 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 but a Pharisee's idea is that they are, they, they are religious. Oh, sorry, that's just a little joke that we have. I call him Dr. Reverend. He doesn't really like it. He just says it's Michael, but, but he is a doctor and he's a pastor. So, But the Pharisee is religious and he's a revolutionist at heart. He doesn't want to come under the rule of the Romans. And so therefore he wants to take down the oppressor. And the Sadducees, they're religious, but they don't believe in resurrection. So they're a little bit more likely to make things work because they've only got one life. Does that make sense? And so Jesus comes into this and he knew that they were trying to trap him with a question. Either corner him as a revolutionist and then he would be captured by the Romans or otherwise he would be someone who would break Jewish law and so therefore he would lose his followers. I want you to understand is that Jesus likes questions. In fact, I reckon half of my prayer life is questions. I'm always asking him questions. And he doesn't push me away. He doesn't. In fact, he likes questions. And the way that you would understand a disciple and a rabbi of the time was not what they knew, but the questions that they asked. So Jesus likes questions. But he likes sincere questions. And so when they asked him this question, he knew it was a a test. And Jesus had growing in wisdom and stature and favor with both God and man. We know that. And so when they started to test him, he came up with an answer. So Jesus, realizing what was happening, asked, show me a denarius, whose image and inscription are on it. I think it's funny because there was somebody, I'll pick on you for a second, Michael, but there was somebody who asked the question and then he said, oh, does anyone have a denarius? And then someone of the religious leaders had one in their pocket. Oh, we shouldn't use those. We shouldn't be part of that. But then they had one. And then they pulled it out. And they all knew what was on it. And on one side of it was a picture of Tiberius Caesar. He was the adopted son of Augustus Caesar, who was the adopted son of uh, Julius Caesar. Uh, Maybe a message for another day, but they were adopted into this reign. And on one side it had a picture of him and it said the son of God. And on the other side of it, it had these, the, an inscription, another picture and an inscription that said the great high priest. And the people of the time, as they asked the question, they were saying, they thought that this was an idol. It had a man's face upon it with the inscription, the son of God and the great high priest. In Jewish law, we understand says the, the first commandment is to have no other idols and they were saying, uh, what do you think about this idol? Or what should we do about that? And, and Jesus says, well, well, who's on it? And they say, well, it's Caesar. And they say, uh, and he says, well, if it's Caesar, give it back to him. But then he adds to it. And he says, but what's God's? Give to God. Do you, do you realize God often does that? He kind of asks one question, but then he makes it a way harder question. Pay your tax? Yes. and Activate Church, we believe in paying tax. But there's a bigger question. Do you live a life of giving your life back to the one who gave it to you? There's a bigger question going on. There's power in the question. There's an image and there's an inscription. Caesar Tiberius. He's the son of God and the great high priest. If I was Jesus at that moment, I'd lose my cool and I'd crush that thing and say, I'm the only one. You know, not like you, not like anyone else here. Obviously nobody online would be like that at all. And he said to them, give back to Caesar what is Caesar and to God's what is God's. And Jesus answered their question and adds a question. He does it often. When people said to him, what's the greatest commandment? He says, well, the greatest commandment is to love God. But also linked to that, that you can't break it apart, is love people. Yeah. They just wanted one, and he gave them two. Yeah. He's pretty much saying, you can't love God and not love people. If you love God, your outworking of your life has to be loving people. Like, the more you pray, the more God shows you people. Is it? You with me? And I want you to understand today... That Jesus took something that they were trying to make it small and he would say, hey, come on, let's, let's make this about your life. If you love God, then love people. You know here at Activate, we, we, we love God and we love people. Even the guys that come to the 8.30. We love God and we love people. So much so that we have Activate groups, which is where you can learn about God with other people. Wow, that's amazing. It might even be biblical. If you're not in an activate group here, you're missing out on the best part of activate. It's not just what happens on a Sunday, but what happens Monday to Friday. We have them all over the place. You can talk to someone out in the foyer if you're not on one or you can go online. I checked it out yesterday. Just put your name in there. You can give some details and they'll let you know of a few different life groups. They, I don't know who they are, but they will let you know. We will let you know of a life group, uh, an activate group around you that you can connect with. If there's no activate group that you can connect with, tell us what you'd like to do and we'll make one because we believe in loving God and, and loving people and doing it together. But in this verse, in Luke 20 and verse 25, Jesus pushes past the trap, he pushes past the revolution, he pushes past the conspiracy, he pushes past the religion, he pushes past popularity, he pushes past political, he pushes past fake, he pushes past the question to ask a question. Do we give God what belongs to God? And so then our question is, Do we push past the trap? Do we push past the revolution? Do we push past the religion? Do we push past the popularity, political, fake questions and actually give God what belongs to Him? After every question we ask of Him, do we then give ourselves to Him? Every time we cry out for help, do we then give ourselves to Him? Every time that we, we, we go to him, and it, every day and every need, do we then give ourselves to him? We ask the question, but do we push past? Or are we a conspiracist? Is that a real word? Great, thank you so much. Or are we religious? You know what, I think we might be a little bit more, more religious than we think. We'll, we'll talk about that another day. Rather than focusing on the revolution or the conspiracy at the time, we put our trust and weight and worship in God and ask ourselves, what does it mean to give God what belongs to him? So if you're God, Jesus is the son of God, and if you are the great high priest, then we need to give God, if that's what we believe, which we do, by the way, (laughs) it's not a trick question, then do we give to God what is God's? Do we give God our time? Oh, well, I couldn't have my quiet time because I, I need my beauty sleep. Well, I do, but I, I, I stayed up quite late doing something, so I, I, I you know, I, I had to go to work early, so I didn't get my time. My family, we're just in a really busy season at the moment. Said nobody ever. Oh, I, I got to go to the gym early because you're not know, going to work on this body. And uh, I was just in a real, real busy time, busy season. Oh, my, my thought life is just not in a good space. I mean, the question is, do we give God what belongs to Him, and what belongs to Him is us. So the question is, is not about the conspiracy. The question is not about uh, uh, about about the religious things that we should do. The question is, do we give ourselves to Him? Paul says this, this is challenging. To the Athens, he says uh, that the people of the time had more than 370 gods. Now, why do I bring this up? It's because what we do is we go, well, the first commandment is we should have no other god. We we understand that we do that. And we say, no, no, I don't have any other god. It's just God. But the, the thing is they had 370 little ones, like sneaky ones. Not like the big Caesar one, but like the sneaky ones. Like Here's some of the 370. Don't worry, I'm not going to read them all out. But here's some of them. Some of them were uh, the God of wealth, the God of sex. I asked Sheridan if it was all right to say sex, and he said yes. The God of family, the God of war, the God of crops, the God of fruitfulness, the God of power, the God of peace, and the God of health. And do you know what? Those, Those ones... There's still the little one now. I get so caught up in this little thing, and I'm so worried about this little thing, or I'm so uh, focused on this little thing, that that little thing then can become actually where we are giving our, our, our due to rather than giving all back to God. Now, I, don't reckon, I reckon most of us wouldn't say, oh yeah, I have this whole other God over there. But the question is, every day we need to ask what which other little gods are starting to creep up? Which other things are getting into my life where the importance of them is coming up or the worry about them falling over is going up? They are a signal of those things that are starting to creep up in our lives. We put our weight and trust and hope in Him, not in other things and other outcomes. Give back to God what is God's. He is the only thing we should worship. See, the coin had, had an image on it and it had an inscription on it. The question is, what do we worship and whose is our image? In Genesis 1 and 26, it says this, then God said, let us make mankind in our image in our likeness so that they may rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the sky over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male, female, he created them. Who, who are we reflecting? We're meant to be recognized as being like him. We're meant to be recognized as those who have been with him. I'm not sure about you, but you see people sometimes, and man, they look so similar. My wife's family, you can just tell their family when you meet them. You, know, you don't know their names. Well, you, you meant to. But, but when I first met them, I just knew that that's definitely part of her family. That's definitely a cousin or a sister. I'm not even sure yet. Because they look so similar. I mean, up here today, we had Sarah leading us so amazingly, amazingly well. And then her daughter, little Sarah, I call her, <laughs> who's got a gift and passion for worship, a love for the house of God because we're actually meant to look like the image that we come from and the question is would your family know who God is by looking at you would your workplace know that you were created in the image of God would your neighbourhood have any understanding where you head off to at 10 o'clock on a Sunday because of the way we live the rest of our lives We're meant to talk like him. What does that mean? We're meant to have faith and not fear. We're meant to be positive and not negative. We're meant to be encouraging. We're meant to declare hope and declare miracles. We're meant to believe like him. I am who he says I am. Do you declare daily over your life what he says? If you're struggling here today with worry, anxiety or fear, this is the number one thing that you need to start changing in your life, is to clear what God sees over you. If you don't know what God sees over you, go and find someone. Go to an activate group. Go to your leader. Go to somebody and say, hey, what can I start declaring over my life? Because the number one problem with anxiety is people don't know who they are. Or they put a label on themselves, and now they're wondering why they're not lining up to it but we're not meant to line up with the label someone else puts on us or that we put on ourselves. God's made us with a label. And the name of that label is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the one who calls us to be blessed and to increase and multiply and rule and reign. You needed to start to declare. Oh man, I'm getting excited. The inscription over our life should be declared over who you are. The next one, serve like him. How do we serve the church and the body? This isn't a trick question. Jesus came to serve the church and the body, to serve the people. Oh, yeah, I used to do that when I was in my 20s. Used to do that when I had black hair, but you know, I got a bit busy along the way. No, no, no. The question is whose image? Are we using our gifts to feed ourselves? Or to build something greater than us. That's another message for another day. We need to act like Him. Do we stop for people, pray for people, spend time with people, come down to them? Do we do whatever? Where are we, Jesus, wherever, whenever? Do we give like Him? What is our sacrifice? Where do we go past what is convenient for us? Don't worry, we're not doing an offering this morning. It's all right. My question when we're around giving and sacrificial giving, is this, gonna, is this change me tomorrow? Am I different because of what I gave yesterday? Does that make it look different tomorrow? Uh, getting up in the morning to pray and spend time with God. You had to sacrifice going to bed earlier the night before. Don't know if it's, it's, it's actually A plus B equals. But like there's got to be some, are we sacrificing something for this greater good? Move along, guy. Come on. Let's get a little bit close to home. So this morning, if I could have the band up, that would be awesome. Could we pu- push past the trap? Could we push past the revolution? Could we push past the conspiracy? Could we push past the religion? Could we push past the popularity, the political, the fake, and the, and the insincere sincere questions and ask do I give God all of me? See, we are made in his image, and we were, we were paid for by his image, to live for his image. And the question is, will we do that in full? Don't get caught up in the little things that happen. Jesus saw this thing that was claiming to be him, the Son of God, and the And the great high priest. And he says, hey, you know what's most important? That you live your life the way that you're meant to live your life. I said before, we're all a little bit more religious than we would like to believe. The problem with religion is it bounds us and it causes us to go back to the very thing that was broken in us. Because when Jesus comes, he frees us from that. This morning, in a moment. We're going to take a moment to pray for a couple of things. So if you're here today, if you're online with us this morning, we're going to take a moment to pray for people who say, I need Jesus. I need the Son of God, the real one, not the fake one. I need the hope of the world. I need Jesus. I need to be saved from myself. I can't do it by myself. I can't get myself right with God. And if that's you today, you might be here for the first time. And you're saying, hey, there's something missing in my life. It's Jesus. You might be online and you're saying, hey, that's me. I need Jesus. I'm struggling with all of these other things. But today I've heard that Jesus is meant to be my Lord and Savior. He died on the cross, gave his life for my sin so that I could live in eternity with him. Well, you might be here today and you say, Steve, I've been on this journey for a while, but if I'm honest, I kind of feel like my mail got read this morning. I've made it about other little things, but I've got to come back to God. I want to be right with you and give you back what is yours. I want to give you all of me. Maybe you've mucked up in the last season. Maybe you've just got busy and got off track and you're saying, hey, you know what? I, I need to get myself right with God today. What we're going to do is i are going to pray a prayer. And then after the prayer, I'm going to count from three down to one. And when I get to one, if you're here today or you're online, you say, Steve, would you pray for me? I want to pray this prayer. You're saying, I need to get myself right with God. I've got off track. I've, I've mucked up. I've got busy. Or for the first time, you're saying, hey, I wanna give my life to Jesus. When I get to one, I want you to shoot your hand up and we're simply gonna pray a prayer together. I'm not gonna embarrass you. I'm not gonna point you out in any way. The reason I'm asking you to lift your hand is because it'd be my greatest honour to see that hand and pray that prayer with you. So would you close your eyes all over this place and we're gonna pray. Mighty God, we thank you that you're here. We thank you, Lord, that you never leave us and Lord, that you see through the questions that we're asking and you know what's most important. God, we need you today. We need your love. We need your hope. We need your joy. Wherever you are, in this room, online, you're saying, oh, I need to get myself right with Jesus or I, I've been busy, I need to make this a, a recommitment this morning or, or you're saying, for the first time, that's me. When I get to one, I want you to simply lift up your hand and we're going to pray a prayer together. Three, you're saying, I need Jesus. Two, you're saying, I need to get myself right with Him this morning. One, if that's you right now, lift your hand. Amazing, amazing fantastic. Others, brilliant, 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 brilliant. I reckon there's some more. If that's you today, that religious spirit has just started to creep in. It surprised you. It took you off guard today. Or you're saying, hey, you know what? I need the hope of the world in my life. If that's you, will you join us? Simply lift your hand wherever you are. We're going to pray this prayer together. Awesome, awesome, awesome. You can pop those hands down. We're going to pray. If you're online, why don't you pray with us? Mighty God, I thank you that you see me. I need you. I need your hope. I need your love. I need your grace. I'm sorry for how I've sinned and how I've done wrong. But today, I'm turning back to you. I believe that you died on the cross for me, rose again so that I might have eternal life, I accept that eternal life. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said amen. Come on, why don't you give everyone a great big hand today.
1: Thanks, Steve. What an incredible message. We're so blessed to have you as part of the team. It's awesome. For those of you online, thank you so much for joining with us this morning. There was a prophetic word that came through this morning just before you go, and for those of us in the room, and it was, have eyes to see and ears to hear. And uh, the kind of thrust of the prophetic word is sometimes you can see something like, you know, give God everything. You think, yeah, I know that. But if you dig into that spiritually, oh my goodness, it'll change your life. So this morning, have eyes to see and ears to hear what God's saying by his spirit Amen Fantastic So thank you for joining us online God bless you Have a great rest of your day That's awesome We're going to have a ministry time this morning at the end of the gathering so if you'd like to come and have prayer um, please come we'd love to pray for you Thank you church for being so purposed in your giving It really enables us to do everything that we do and it's a way that we can really give God our all isn't it so we appreciate that If you've got children in the children's program it's really good not to forget them. You know, the kids don't like it. Those looking after them don't like it. So it just goes well when you remember your kids. Having forgotten our daughter once, she still reminds me and she's 26 now. So so don't do that. That would be great. Prayer Waikato tonight is an initiative that's really come from this house. So can we give God our all by being there tonight and really praying for the city of Hamilton, that we would see a move of God, that we'd see God's redemptive purpose unleashed for our community. That would be awesome. And lastly, the HOPE Project. Um, We've got streets around this church that we're praying for, so please uh, pick up those booklets and a map which will show you where to put those booklets, and in it is an invitation inviting people to the Easter gatherings. And if people are going to come to church who don't normally come to church, it's Easter and Christmas. Christmas. So I gave the 8.30 permission and um, I'm going to give you permission to to do it as well. Why not sneak a couple of extra booklets? Come on, you can be sneaky. I know it's in you somewhere. And give them to your neighbours, give them to your friends, give them to someone at work, someone in your world and invite them to come to an Easter gathering. Wouldn't it be good to be sneaky for Jesus? I'm sure it would. That would be awesome. Fantastic. Well, let me pray for you. We're going to finish with a song. That'd be great. Father, I pray the blessing of Jesus upon every home, every household, every flat represented here. Lord, would you bless us this week to be a blessing. Would you continue to show us how to love you with all of our heart and soul and mind and to love the people you've placed in our world. In Jesus' name, amen. Should we stand and we'll go out with the song? That'd be awesome. God bless.
0: to your open arms God I choose to walk with you with all my heart although trials may come it's your will be done you've already won so with everything my heart will sing that you are king Jesus, Savior, Healer, there is no one like you
5: 7pm, pray Waikato, Hamilton Boys High School. Bless you.